Hey everyone, it's Sean. Hey, this is Ryan. Hello, my name is Evan. What's up, people? This is Chris. I am your co-host, Rodney, and welcome to the Million Volt League podcast. Let's get struck! MVL, Million Volt League podcast. Hi, I am Matt, and welcome back to the the Million Volt League podcast. Hello, this is Dylan. And hello, my name is Rodney, and welcome back to the World Podcast. And today, with what? It was all. Let's try this. Let's try this. <laughs> he was like, man, I, I nailed that one. I can't even. You didn't stop it, did you? No. Oh, screw it. <laughs> can't even, I can't even make a Blake joke. He doesn't even edit no more. <sighs> and I'm your host, Rodney. And today we have a special guest with us. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm S. Lee, and I'm the founder of the May app. The main messaging SMS app with artificial intelligence. Um, how you doing today, Mr. S? Great, great. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty all right. And I happen to know this office in Brooklyn, and I was born here as well, so I just wanted to say that before anything. But Oh, wow, you're a local. Yep. <laughs> you rarely ever meet locals. Can we ask you some questions? Of course you can. Sorry. <laughs> 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 We're literally just talking right now. I don't know. But I was going to ask you, were you born here also? Uh, I was born in China, actually. Really? And I came here when I was uh, about two years old. Uh, I grew up in Boston, and I moved down to New York uh, uh, about 12 years ago. Okay. You've been here for 12 years? I've been in New I think I think after like if you've been in New York for ten years, you're like legit New Yorker, right? So I think I'm I just became like a, a New Yorker. Speaking of which, um when you first started, before this was ever a even the way it is now, how did you first come up with the idea for the app? Um so actually it started with the our original app which was called Crush. And what Crush did was it would just use algorithms to look at your text messages and tell you how much people liked you. Um, because, you know, there's, uh, within text messages, there's a lot of information, right? It's as if, you know, we're recording this right now, but imagine if like throughout your day, everybody, there was something that were recording all your words, uh, you know, I'd be able to figure out a lot of things about you, your, your interests, you know, your mood and things like that. We were able to just look at, you know, uh, our communications, uh, in, in terms of numbers. Right. So it started with a simple goal to just do that because, you know, I've, I've uh, had enough friends in the city that would, that would say like, Oh yeah, like it's really tough to figure out the other person in text message in real life. It's easy. But then in text, I just, I just can't make sense of this person. And it was meant to be a tool to just make relationships a little less confusing um, and it ultimately evolved into you know having a messaging app with you know an, an AI attached to it that just you know is able to look at all your communications and, and give you little pieces of advice people hear AI they think of something that's potentially scary Right. They don't look at it as a tool, um, a way to even enhance ourselves, right? Because fundamentally, what what's behind AI is math, and um, you need to do math for AI. Well, a, a, a lot of the, the the underpinnings of of how to do it is math, but uh, they've actually technology has progressed where like there's a lot of companies and platforms out there um, where you don't need to know a lot of math to actually do it. 
So, um, you know, fundamentally AI is, um, you know, it, it, it can be a tool. Um, and that's what, you know, that's, that was our, our goal with building May was to make, you know, technology a tool for us as opposed to, you know, something to be feared. Um, and I do know with the pod, with that, with, with that podcast, um, you know, should, should it exist? Because we, we see AI, you know, from, from, uh, sci-fi movies and we go, wow. You know? Yeah. Cause I see a lot of movies, they portray AI as a bad thing or it's slowly turning into a bad thing or AI taking over humans and technology can only advance as far as we let it. Uh, yeah. There's some things about technology, like starting to communicate and hidden languages and et cetera. Right. But I can't really see that negatively affecting us because majority of social media is either a hoax, photoshopped or false anyway. But the stuff that's really out there and, and what can be done with it up to this point and what I've seen in my own personal experiences, I think it can be a good thing because I remember on the bus the other day, someone was asking me, you know, give me an idea for an app or give me, like not an app, but like give me an idea for something I can sell around here because like we were just talking and eventually my two brain cells linked together and I thought of something. I was like, what if there was like a, some form of technology that can like let you know, like something you like eat or drink. It, I saw it in a movie actually, I forgot the name of it. We saw it while I was in summer school last year, not a place to be, but it was a movie. I'm actually glad I learned about it. So my idea for the app was basically like something that you eat goes inside you and it pretty much monitors all your health vitals. Mm. And like the second something's going wrong or second, you should like admit yourself or like call the hospital for it. Kind of like life alert, but internal. But then we also kind of talking about, okay, how can like law enforcement, any other people like might want to use a service like that? It would be too strong and way too easy to implement. Right. Hard to implement, my mistake. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, you know, when when we kind of think about, you know, can this be used for bad? Anything could be used for bad, right? Again, we use that analogy of, I gave you an ax that could be used to chop down trees, to build a house and, you know, uh, provide shelter for your family, but it could also be used to hurt somebody. So it's ultimately up to the people that decide what they want to do with the technology. Um, And, you know, when, when, you know, we bring up when an app with AI, frequently people will say, you know, is this, should you do this? Um, and my resounding answer has always been like, yes, yes, we, sh- we should. Um, I, I know, uh, you know, the, the question of, um, you know, should you do this or not throughout, throughout uh, uh, you know, technological progress, right? Um, let's just say planes, for example, right? Should the Wright brothers have invented the planes, even though the planes were responsible for a lot of war atrocities and killed a lot of people? When they built that plane, should they have? Yes, absolutely. They should have pushed to the edges of what they were capable of doing because that's what broadens our world. Um, so, you know, it was with that spirit in mind that we go, you know, people say, do, do you need AI in your relationships? Um, when we after, whenever we talk to people about it, you, they have this initial fear, but after you get them past the, Hey, I'm not doing this to harm you. Everything that we do is to take your data, your information and give you something helpful and useful. They always turn around and say, actually, you know what? I could have used it in this scenario. So the need for something like that already existed. And now we're just kind of filling in a gap. You know, everybody texts these days, right? Like you can't have a relationship that's purely physical. 
you're like in person, right? Like you and I might be ta- talking a real person now, but we're going to leave and then we're going to email, we're going to text. So there is that component that is, this is a critical part of our communication. Unavoidable. It's unavoidable. Right. Right. So, um, you know, we found that like, you know, in uh, the three and a half years we've been working on this, um, you know, we got, we got feedback from people that go, Hey, you know, like texting has been really confusing relationships have been really confusing to me, but it's with your app that I can actually, it helps me make sense of the world. If, if, if it's just by a little. Um, and, and I will say, I'm really glad that, you know, um, uh, you reached out because that, that email that you sent, like literally, like I, I, I stopped the whole team. I, I said, Hey guys, you got to listen to this. And I read it and everybody was like, they just had a smile on the face. Cause, cause that's why we work really hard. Thank you. That means a lot to me. I was just about to ask you about that. I was not expecting that much of a reaction from just one email I sent. Because I was, okay, I'm going to shorten the story. I think I have a better version of it. Um, like before, uh, I was looking on my phone, just randomly watching YouTube, Instagram, whatever I was doing. And then that's when the main messaging app came up. And I did a little bit of research on it thereafter before I installed it. But I looked through, saw the crisis ad, and I was like, wow, this is something I can actually use and can be helpful to me. And my SMS is shit, so let me switch it over. <laughs> Went to the Play Store, downloaded it, gave it a try. I said, you know, it can't be that bad. And I tried to tell a lot of people about it, but I was like, wait, mental health podcast. Wait, we can combine those two things. And then that's when I told Brandon about it. And now we're here. But everything in that email that I had sent at the time that uh, that stuff was going on to not bring it up or be too personal about it. And now that that's kind of a bit resolved, I just wanted to say thank you personally before we continue anything else. But thank you for what you said as well. That means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think for all of us. And I was honest to you when I said that email made my day, not my week. And the fact that you guys are here, like this is making my month. Yeah, I was worried about like six weeks, constantly sending emails and emails. I was like, wait, bro, can oh you just do God. this? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but alas, um, do, you, do you want to talk about the zombie project you mentioned earlier? Because one of the things I was going to ask was if you didn't come up with May, uh, were there any other projects or ideas you came up with? And we kind of brainstormed a lot of them, but the one you came up with sounded really dope. Well, I, mean, I know, like, dude. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I didn't say anything, but you have another not toxic one. Or just a random one they can come up with, like, on the fly. Well, you, you, you know, you know, people, people will say, like, um, you know, what was the, what, what was the original concept? And the funny thing is like, like I've never built apps before. Three years before this, uh, I worked at a, at a big company and I found I was 30 something years old and I had actually never created anything myself, um, which is why um, I felt like I, I came out and I just had to build something. I just, and, and that just started this whole snowball effect where I started building uh, you know, an app that just had this uh, really simple function. And then as I was building that, I thought of other ideas that I wanted to do and then other ideas and other ideas. So now in my mind is like, you know, 10 different ideas, including a, 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 including a game. So, um, you know, I think I would probably stay busy forever. Uh, I don't you know, see myself going back into like a, a big company because there's so many things that we can build. Um, and now with technology, right? Like anybody who has an idea, they can actually get a product out there. Uh, do you guys, can you make money with the app? Like... 
Um, it, you know, uh, the app is free. Yeah. Um, actually, we started making some money. Our first dollar, three years after starting the app, uh, about a couple of months ago. Um, but you know, uh, we want to keep the app free because we're doing we're doing a service for people. Um, but again, we're uh, we're a business and we'll have to make money at some point. Um, uh, and yeah. I think there's a middle ground there where you go, hey, I'm going to provide the basic the basics. I'm going to try. We've tried to give people as much as possible for free. Like maybe you could do like a dollar, two dollars. Yeah, you guys have a. Yeah. You guys are going to like have like five hundred thousand downloads. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you guys can make a lot. Well, well, I think if you provide a service that people really want, yeah. um, uh, and I and I kind of like the idea of hey, if you need me to do something, that's when you pay me. But instead of doing like a subs- subscription model where it's like a dollar a month, it'll just be hey, if you want some information from the AI, you just have to hit that button to request it, and then we'll charge you then. But um, you know, we're, the, all the services that you see in the app now. Uh, we'll, we'll try to keep free as long as possible for, for our users. Uh, I have a question and something funny to say. One, how did you earn your first dollar? Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> there was a reason. <laughs> what kind of question is that? Um, first dollar with the app or first dollar as a person? <laughs> first dollar as an app. As, a, as an app. Yeah. Uh, well, this was, yeah, this was like four months ago. We had, uh, you know, been in out for like over three years and we started charging for credits. So, so actually yeah. right now within the app, if you want some information from the AI, if you hit that button, like, I, hey, I want to get my contact's personality, it charges you a credit. But all our users have so many credits that they can't actually use all of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, the idea is um, if, if uh, May, the AI gives you information, we charge you credit. And then when you mm-hmm. give it information, it gives you credit. Yeah. So, so just think about like, um, you know, today where we don't really know what the value of this data is. I've just said, hey, you're our user. You're helping us build this AI. And I'm just going to give you a credit so that we remember you. And later on, if we start doing really well and we can actually like uh, uh, provide like a lot, a uh, lot more valuable services, you can y- use your credit to get that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it took us a long time to make our, our, our first dollar. Did it take your your whole team to make the app or some of you? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I have a team of um, uh, about six people here. Uh, we have some people internationally. Like, did they help you with it, or did you make it yourself, or? Oh, they do all the work. Oh. <laughs> I just get to talk to cool guys like you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, they built they built all of it. So, um, you know, we have a back end developer, we have a front end developer. Um, you know, a lot of the algorithms. Actually, Alex, who you met, um, she's responsible for a lot of that. Yeah. Have you ever heard of an app that costs $99.99? Have I heard of an app that costs that much? No, I don't think so. Because apparently there's apps from the app store for a hundred bucks. I've seen that too. I've seen that for like a million bucks and when you buy it, it's just, oh, you paid for this app for no reason. I'm like, why would you even buy that? It's like, yeah, I bought this app. Who would buy that? I'm not gonna buy a hundred dollar app. It's just a screen. Is, Is that what it was? No, it's just like a blank screen. It's like, welcome to your app that you spent this much money on. 
<laughs> Would you like to spend any more and break the record of most money spent on an app? That's what you call a scam. Yeah. $100 for an app. Hey, but it's a nice flex, though. <laughs> How much your phone? I got me messing. Yeah, I spent try. it. Whoever did that. <laughs> on actual important things than that. Dude, imagine if somebody actually bought that. Oh, people God. have. Yeah, people have, huh? I've seen YouTube videos of people buying that, and then it's like, why would you waste your money on that? Hmm. That's not a bad idea. Money. Now you're giving me all kinds of ideas. I don't know. Yeah, but that's like lots of money. Hundred dollars for a uh, hard-earned money. That's really good money. Yeah. Well, actually, we're 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 going to put out a feature, which. Um, uh, which uh, we're, when we bring this to iOS, um, we're going to allow you to, um, and this is top secret, but. You want me to stop recording? Uh, we can no, stop no, recording. No, 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 no. You, you can stop recording. You can, you, yeah, you can just stop. You can edit this out or you can publish it. It, it is up to you. Um, we will edit it out out of respect because yeah. you said it's top secret. We'll, we'll listen to it now. Um, yeah. But it will take in your WhatsApp conversations because not a lot of people text. It will pull in your WhatsApp com conversations and it's going to figure out the probability that the person you're chatting with, with has a crush on you. That's game changer for you, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I already know that 100%. I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, um, speaking of that feature, I'm not sure it'd be possible. It probably require a lot of permissions, APIs, etc. But um, would that feature, not necessarily the crush feature, because I, I kind of, I, I love that idea. Would it be able to go into like the other social media as people use it? Would that be too complicated to cross-reference? Okay, this contact is this person and then kind of merge the message, I guess, per se? Yeah, I mean, I, it's a great question. It's like the first, one of the top questions that we get. People will say, hey, I, I'm on Facebook Messenger. I'm on WhatsApp. Uh, I really wish you could uh, you know, analyze my Instagram DMs, right? Um, but ultimately, this, uh, uh, this data is held by the owners of those companies. But if they're willing not, uh, to share that data, yes, we'd be happy to analyze that for you. That's, that's yeah. really not our choice, and we would like to. Um, because if you think about it, right, your conversations on these platforms, it's actually your property. You should be able to do whatever you want with those messages. Yeah. And if they start allowing you know, exports of data from their platforms, like we'd be happy to analyze that. Or at least like proper ways of doing that because I, I know that at one point there was like a big scare because Facebook like leaked a bunch of information at one point and other, other platforms did that so I can see why like porting that kind of thing to other messages people might kind of take that the wrong way but, yeah. but I think if it would be possible and safe heck yeah yeah, it's, it's, it's most important to leave it to the choice of the individual user, right? So if somebody chooses not to, they don't have to. But the people who really do, now it's a tool that we're, we're going to give you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember you had asked earlier, but what feature would you implement into May um, in the future if you had adopt when you get the chance? Yeah, so... Hold on, let me just say we didn't get that recorded, so that never happened. <laughs> what recorded? That question. What question? What question? What you say? It just stopped again? No, no, no. When you asked it before, we didn't get it. I know. That's why I'm asking the second time. Yeah. And now we just explained the whole joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. But what, what I'd actually really like, and hopefully we're the ones that do it, would be uh, to actually make um, the history of your conversation, make it seem like a movie. Because, you know, just imagine you're dating somebody or this is your, your wife or your husband. 
uh, or somebody you really love and you're like, I would love to look back at what our, what our relationship looked like, right? Um, I would love to be able to make it a visual thing too because you have the text messages, but maybe we're able to, to find a way to turn that into like a visual story. Um, and I would love for that feature to be. You know, I was going to add to that earlier and it might require a bit more brain power. But I was thinking like if it's going to be a flashback and it's going to be a film, uh, animation is kind of a bit of my forte, but not necessarily. But I was thinking maybe like if each specific May user kind of had like an avatar, an avatar for each person in their contact, uh-huh. maybe it would kind of help like making that animation process a bit smoother. So if it looks through all the tech, you know, maybe it'll like slide through with text, it'll show that and like show an image related to it, it'll show the two avatars, you know, it'll be like a really interactive thing. So like each text, it'll actually feel like time is progressing or something like that, or like kind of like animate the, yeah. the actual thing. You yeah. could do like maybe like a thing kind of like Bitmoji or something where yeah, like that's you what would I was have like each person has an avatar yep. and then like you can save that for something and then like, and save as your avatar for your profile and then like goes through when you do that thing and then it just shows the two avatars of the text messages. All right. I, I, I like the ideas that you guys are coming up with. Yeah. Uh, have you used Snapchat before? Or not really? Uh, I, have, I have. Yeah. Like a Bitmoji from Snapchat. Yeah, Bitmoji. Um, it, I love Bitmoji. To kind of briefly explain it if you, don't, if you know what it is already or not, um, Bitmoji is an app that is built under Snapchat and works with and there's a couple other apps as well where you can make a bit of an avatar for yourself. And you can make it look like yourself. <laughs> yeah, and it comes with like a lot of pre-recorded gifts and responses and you can customize the outfit and everything. And mm-hmm. face and everything. And I don't know if it would use Snapchat's Bitmoji or maybe just a, a separate persona thing in itself, because I'm pretty sure that in itself would also have to be uh, pri- privacy and up to the user. But that would be a great thing to add to it. And maybe it can even jump back oh, into the main app itself like and not just the flashbacks part. Wait, you're saying like something on the app like Bitmoji? Basically. Uh, yeah. Well, some of you guys are developers, right? So maybe you guys can help me work on this. Okay. <laughs> I just looked around the room like, okay, we can do this. <laughs> I um, you, you said you started coding a very long time ago. Um, if you could ask, this, um, what was the first coding language you learned? Uh, so I started um, in high school, um, and we must have started with um, HTML, CSS, Python. No, no. Oh, was it C? C plus plus? C plus. Oh yeah, there's there's C hash and there's C plus plus. C plus plus is the new. No, no, no. C plus. No, 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 no. No, no, no. C plus plus is a um. Is it Linux or Windows? I think it's a, it's a Windows-based coding operating system. It's like an upgraded version of C hash, which is like a really old, complicated one. Because there was back when I was trying to make an operating system, it was called Project Winnie. I showed a few people about it, but I never finished it because I switched from coding to a different major while I was still in high school. Mm-hmm. But the coding languages I primarily knew was the web ones, Python, Batch, and a little bit of JavaScript. But I kind of wish I expanded on that to see how far that could have went. Um, the- I mean, I think the beautiful thing about technology nowadays is actually like people think it's really difficult to create something without a coding background, right? Like I just have a coding background, but I don't do any of the coding. I, I guess I'm, I'm lucky. I get to just dream up the ideas and have smart people actually build it. Um, so you basically do nothing. Um, yeah. What? Yeah, He's sitting here. You, you basically <laughs> told him you're a, a panda. Re- 
Um, some days I, it, it, yeah, some days I don't, I don't, I don't get a lot done. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I have a lot of ideas. Um, uh, the funny thing is actually having like a, uh, you know, within our team, it's a, it's a really diverse team from all different kinds of backgrounds. Uh, there, there are people who don't have a technical background in there, um, but when we do stuff together, we learn together, right? Uh, and that's what's been the most refreshing part about the whole experience is just having my team, having different backgrounds. Like, I'm still learning something every day, and I actually make it like, like I need to teach myself Python. I need to teach myself certain things about AI. Um, and the thing is, not everybody who, uh, you know, you can be an expert in some aspect of AI, but it's such a new technology that like, nobody's really an expert. Everybody just has like their perspective. Um, yeah. So. That kind of, you know, it's not the same thing, but it's kind of like with podcasting. Podcasting is this wide kind of wild west in a lot of ways where it's like no one's really kind of like, I don't want to say mastered it or really been able to take a hold of it, but it's also at a place where like anyone can come in and become an expert. You know what I mean? Like you guys, for example, have been doing this for two years now and it's like you guys in in some ways have become experts in, in the art of creating podcasts, you know, and to what your to your point about with, with technology and being able to do all these cool things, like I just downloaded a program on my computer um, with Google, like the Google Cloud. Uh yeah, it's like some beta Google program. We're using like AI right, stuff. Yeah, right. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't, what was like, the name I, of it again? I, um, it's it's actually on this computer right here, and um, I got I, I downloaded it. I didn't even know they had one at this for, morning for this for this interview. Uh-huh. Um, but then I opened. I was like, I don't know what to do. But then it's like, you know what? Like, you can learn anything now. Like, you can just go on YouTube yeah. and or you can meet people or you know talking to you, Rodney. You know, you have expertise in these things that you'd be able to help me out. And I'm not. The easiest of learners so um but hold on it's called yeah it's, and it's free like you guys you guys can all go home and, and and download this and and start using um it's called google google cloud platform yep and it's got a function like you can a compute engine cloud storage something called cloud sql i don't know what that is um app engines the API thing you were talking about before, like that's all like stuff I guess you can create and manipulate and like learn how to use it like for free. So it's funny you brought that up because just this week, um, our uh, data science intern, I was like, you have to show me how to use this platform. <laughs> so it, that is not a mystery to me because I actually was looking at that this week and I just learned about it. It's, it's uh, I guess give them a free plug. I guess we'll give Google. If, you, if those listening, it's the Google Cloud platform. It's a free beta test, and I just signed up as an individual person, not a business or anything. And I just told them I want to explore with it, and they gave me full access, and they gave me three hundred dollars, like a three hundred dollar credit, yeah, to like buy stuff within the the app and stuff. So what? Check it out. Yeah. You can only use it there. You can't use it to buy like V bucks in Fortnite or anything <laughs> like that. So. I don't even play video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so who knows? Maybe a, maybe a month from now, you're you'd be your own expert in AI in some way. Not this guy. One of these guys. The only thing I remember from Python is print scripts, and I just printed. We're all awesome. So, (laughs) (laughs) whenever you press enter, it's just gonna print. You're awesome over and over. That's all that matters. (laughs)
<laughs> yep. Social media platforms you'd like to share with us today? I think I know what you you say. Um, I'm, I'm actually like the funny thing with with uh, building this app is like I'm creating a communication app that allows me to talk to all the people that in, in my life. So I actually kind of just use mine I like exclusively. I like that. I like that answer. So if you want to find him, you can find him on what app? Yeah. May messaging app. Um, and, and I think it's actually worthwhile to bring this up. And, and I'm curious how you guys feel about this, right? Because like, um, you know, we do a lot of stuff. Uh, there's the AI part, there's the relationship part, but like there's there's this part that we've we've built and we've been testing for a while now. And it's, it's a polling platform. It's an anonymous polling platform. Oh, wait, I have one more question. Yeah. Uh, what is the app rated like T or? Yeah, um, it's, uh, we keep trying to get it rated teen. Um, but it keeps going to general, meaning like everybody can, can, can access that, um, you know, because we, we, uh, we do collect information, um, you know, it's not for, uh, anybody's under, uh, under 13. Um, I'm 14. You're 14. You just made I'm the cut. 14. It's <laughs> a good age. 14. Um, uh, but but one thing I don't really get an opportunity to talk about because like people love talking about the AI, the potential with that, and I'm very proud of it. And like again, Rodney, your your email just like it just solidified like you know why we did all this work, um, and it was worth it. All the years of hard work, you know, not the pay, the, not being paid, the long hours and all that. Um, but I think there's another element of it that I don't really get to talk about much, which is imagine all these things that you like, your personal interests, right? Um, like, uh, you know, what do you like to play? Which Overwatch character do you like to, to play at? You know, like in, in your video game, what's kind of like the strategy that you like? Um, could you imagine if it was able to search other people's text messages to figure out like this person has similar interests in you, yeah. to you. Um, this person has a similar life experience. Like in video games to. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or food or whatever. Yeah, maybe you like these foods. Wouldn't you love to find somebody who loves these foods uh, and kind of chat with them and be like, hey, where's where do you think the best ramen is? Like, um, because, uh, and that's what our polling platform is. You get to kind of ask this question. And and we're using this this data from the messages to figure some things out about you, uh, and this is all anonymous, by the way. So you, 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 nobody knows who you are. Uh, you're able to find people with similar interests as you as you, and then be able to chat with them afterwards. Or, or I mean, sometimes you know, sometimes even if you feel you're, you're feeling like you're kind of down today, right? But you don't want to really talk about it with anybody. Wouldn't you like the thing that was in your mind? Like, wouldn't you be, love to be able to ask that question and see how everybody felt about it? And then if somebody like replied, "Yeah, I go through this stuff too. Here's the best way I deal with it," you would connect with that person. So I think in, in you know with technology, like right, people are saying, well, we've become less and less connected with each other. Um, but that might have been the case up until a certain point. And another point, it's amazing, like our ability to connect with maybe somebody on the opposite side of the world that you didn't even know went through exactly all the same things that you did. It was just like, man, I've been looking for somebody who understands what I go through and be and chat with them. Um, that the ability for us to learn is amazing. The ability for us to learn from each other, like 
um, again, my, my team has such a diverse background that like we walk, everybody, every one of us walks in every day and goes, hey, my, my expertise is not marketing. My expertise is not AI. My expertise is not development or how to run a business or how to make money. But you get people in a room and you just start kind of, you know, chatting. MVL, Million Volt League Podcast.